If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Adventures, adventures, adventures. There's an echo in here. Where? Echo. Echo one. I don't know. (laughs) How you doing, Chappie? I've got a couple echoes. Yeah? Yeah, her name is Alexa. Oh, yes. Alexa, play some naughty music. (laughs) It doesn't work because he's wearing headphones. She just said, okay. What? Yeah. But I don't hear anything. So, huh. Evidently, you can't pause between the ah and the, yes, the rest of it because she's nosy. Yeah, quit listening on me. Uh, yeah. Alexa. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got a couple of them. I use it to play music and stuff and. Control the lights in house because I live in a, a house that was built in the 1800s and there's like no light switches. In the 1800s? The, yeah, you got to walk to the center of the room and pull the goddamn light switch. Whoa. How many times so, do you stub your damn toe? I don't because I have that thing that, uh, and I have uh, Wi Fi light bulbs. So she controls all my lights. I can say, Alexa. Turn on the desk light to 80%. (laughs) Yeah. So. Wow. I don't know. I've seen seen some movies about this shit, you know. (laughs) Terminator. When the the smart house gets smarter than the owner and can't get the hell out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. There's been a couple. Alexa, mute Chappie. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) Good luck with that. <laughs> I had to try whatever. <laughs> yeah. So uh in this episode, episode 45, 45. Holy cow, man. Seven seven more and we're at a year. I'm about to do something special. Yes. Like 52 or 50 yes, I, even. 50's a miracle. I have been like the last 2 weeks 
jonesing because I haven't been able to really ride my bike because I hit my mileage on uh, the Beamer and I've been waiting for my service. Service guy wanted to move my appointment out to like October 3rd, 1st. What? October 1st. Yeah. You tell him, fuck you, move it up. They got double booked. And he goes, what are you at for mileage? And I was like, "Uh, 1237. And he goes, oh shit, we got to get you in. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you do. How about the how about Wednesday the 29th? It's like, no, I'm working from 6 to 4. And <laughs> you guys are an hour away. <laughs> but so I'm I'm still going this Friday. Um it's supposed to rain all weekend. Put your rain gear on, buddy. Yeah, I did have a little bit of wiggle room, so I did put the new seat on. I went out for two short rides. How do you like that? Out. I wasn't too sure when I first got it cuz it seemed like it was going to be small. But I, I kind of like it. The way it's made, I can reach the ground easier. It nice. feels narrower, but it feels wider at the same time, if that makes sense. Like kind when you of. sit up closer to the tank, it seems narrower. But when I sit back, it seems wider. Um, what the hell's that? I'm not really sure. I think the aliens just landed. Oh, oh it was your phone. Somebody forgot to mute their phone. <laughs> uh, I wonder who that is. So, oh. Anyways, uh, Alexa. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to get the wife on to see what she thinks, but um, from the short rides that I've taken, um, I think it's much better. Uh, the feels firmer. Does that seat make a happy chappy? Yeah. So far, we'll Brap. see. It. I mean, the, the big. Yeah, the big test will be Friday because uh, it's an hour ride out there. Hopefully, it's not all in the rain because you can't have as much fun in the rain. Yeah, well, speaking of fun and motorcycles. Yeah, I hear you had quite a experience. I got to ride the funnest motorcycle I think I've ever been on in my life. Oh, yeah? 50? Yeah. It was a uh, shitty circumstance, but... The buddies I went with uh, wrecked out, one uh, fractured three ribs, one tore his ligament in his knee and his shoulder. Uh, there'll be more information on this as, as it becomes available, but we hit the button on the Garmin that the guy had. The SOS. SOS, yes. And you were in Utah, so there wasn't like a lot of cloud cover or we were in uh, Utah. tree cover. Well, we got stuff. a message back, but uh, help never really came in, and we were out. Six miles in deep, deep sand, like six miles from the road. So like an ambulance really couldn't have got there. No. So anyway, we waited a long time even for a reply. Of course, when somebody's hurt, you know, time seems even longer. But Yeah, five minutes seems like five hours. Yeah. Uh, Eventually, I guess they we got these guys to the road. And then I had to go back and get their bikes. Which a good Samaritan uh, took them to the road so they could get phone service. This is probably an hour and a half after the wreck. When they oh. reached the road, they got phone service, found the hospital, whatever. Canceled the SOS at that point, I think is how this went down. I wasn't there at that point. But uh, a sheriff drove by and said that somebody had called in an emergency. So they had been notified. So right. that worked, but uh, then they saw an ambulance blow by and 
<laughs> we we never saw them out where we were. So, but that's the crappy circumstance. Here's the thing: I had to go back and pick up Hollywood's seven ninety. Yeah, and I'd been riding the eight hundred. I hopped on that bike, and knowing in my head that we had just had two people hurt, this bike makes you or made me feel like a damn superstar. I got there was a guy that was with us. He had been ahead of us. He was the speedy guy, right? He went back to get the other bike with me. He'd been ahead of us the whole time. I got to the road and I wasn't trying to go fast, but I was having the time of my life. I was drifting that thing around the corners and it's just so comfortable. It makes you feel like a good rider, I guess would right. be the best way to explain it. Uh, I waited for him for six minutes at the road. Uh -huh. I timed it because I was like, was I going that fast? <laughs> and I was thinking in my head, I wasn't trying to go fast. I was thinking in my head, we've already had two people wreck. Let's not be an idiot and do another one. Right. I mean, three's a crowd, they say. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, they weigh about two or three pounds less than, than the 800. So negligible but the way that gas tank is down low and uh the the top's a little skinnier you know how the bmws kind of seem big up top a little bit yeah this is more dirt bike anyway it was it was a freaking blast dude for six miles i don't think i've had a smile on my face that big for a long time <laughs> so the sos button hmm There'll be more to come on that. I need to communicate with them and see what happened when they got to the okay, so, sheriff and stuff. But Yeah, but Garmin, you press the SOS button. All that does is that connects you with emergency services. It's not like Garmin runs the emergency services. Yeah. Now, to, I mean, to be fair, and this is something to think about uh, for everybody, including myself, uh, the nearest town is called Blanding, Utah, and there's probably a population of a few hundred people, maybe. I mean, it's it's not very big. And we were yeah. out on the BDR, which is remote. From what I gathered from the locals, usually if somebody gets hurt, they'll send a sheriff in a like a four-wheel drive type vehicle. Yep. And make sure you're not dead and then try and haul the patient out to where the ambulance can, can go, right? <laughs> Make I don't, sure you're not dead. Yeah, make sure you're not dead. Well, now this this guy was 68, man, that was riding with this, that fractured his three ribs. I tried to catch him that morning. We we were in the sand. We had rode the previous day in the sand, and none of us did very well in the sand with the heavy bikes. And no. these could, this is their first adventure with fully loaded luggage. So in my defense, I said, Butler Wash, which was the section we were going to start the morning the accident happened. I remember doing it solo and I hated it. And there was another guy they had invited and he apparently runs a dual sport adventure thing in Colorado or something. I don't know. Right. But uh, he's like, oh, no, Butler Wash didn't have any sand. And I'm like, dude, I remember it sucked. Like I wanted to freaking shoot myself. But at the same time. I didn't want to be a dick. I didn't want to cause trouble. And you know, you've watched a few of my videos. I'm not real great at knowing exactly where I am at any given moment. <laughs> so right. I start questioning myself. Maybe it wasn't Butler Wash. 
Well, I was right, and pretty much I should have sp- <laughs> should have spoke up more. Could have saved the a, a torn knee and, and ribs, and the it's not like the view was spectacular. Like you're not going to miss any points. All we had to do is slab twenty miles around it, and we'd have been on the next section. And hallelujah! Right. So I learned trust your instincts and speak up. Doesn't matter. I mean, I, you don't have to be a dick, but if you know, I just knew and I told them and they listened to me and then they listened to that guy. And I was like, I'm not going to fight it. I mean, I've wrote it solo, so it can't be terrible, but it turned on a dual from, sport. Yeah. On a dual sport. That <laughs> There's is a big difference. There's a there big is, difference. There is a big difference. I got to know my bike a lot better, but it turned from like four inch deep sand to maybe, I don't know, less than a quarter mile, but it went to like all of a sudden, 10 inch or 12 inch deep sand, like quicksand. And, uh, yeah, that's not fun on any bike. Well, John, the 68 year old, he told me later, he says, I had it in my head, this theory, and they're from California. So they played in the sand a little bit. <laughs> if I go 30 miles an hour in the sand, it keeps me on top and things are good. And that makes sense. Number one, the KTM, they were all on seven nineties. So you don't feel like you're going as fast as you are on those. Right. I figured well, out that's later. just motorcycles, period. In in my experience, I mean, it, it just, it feels like, you know, when you're doing like 12 miles an hour, it feels like you're crawling. You are crawling. And when you're 12 miles an hour. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, it just, yeah. it, it seems because you're so open, there's no pillars like in, yeah, in the like car. Yeah, you're like flying like Superman. Yeah, there's no there's no like pillars for the windows to like see the trees whipping by. So it's just like they're coming by slower. So it seems like you're not going very fast. I can't tell you how many times I've looked down at the speedometer and see like I'm doing seventy in a in a forty five. Oops. And it feels like I'm not. Yeah. Just, yep. Yeah. So Yeah, it's a little different spatially. So But he was right. His theory worked and you do go faster in the sand and keep the front wheel light and he was right. However, he said that changed when the sand changed, <laughs> when it got deeper. And also, uh, Hollywood had uh, hit the sand, the deep sand, and had his off. So he was down. Then he came flying by and tried to avoid him, which oh. made him kind of wobble. But uh, he laid in the sand face first for a good realistically three minutes. It seemed longer to me like not moving. So I made sure Chris was okay. His bike tire was still going. So I shut off his bike. That's how I knew something was wrong. At first I thought he just like tipped over. No big deal. But when I realized his rear tire was still going, I'm like, something's wrong. Ran over, shut that off. Ask him if he's okay. He's all no. And I'm like, okay, but you're alive. Yeah, I'm alive. I'm not okay. Okay. I got to go. Because his friend hadn't moved, John. Come to find out, he's, you know, his ribs, but. Yeah, probably having a hard time breathing. Yeah. But uh, to be 68 and out there trying to do that stuff. The funny thing is, they're going to come back and do it again next year. Not recreate the, not recreate the thing. We'll just skip that section. And because my goal was to get him through safely. Right. And then somebody else joined the group and had different ideas and whatever. 
I know, but again, everybody's skill level is different. Yes. Well, they're, they were new. I like, I just wanted them to see the sights and quote unquote, get their legs under them. You know what I mean? Like feel what it's like to have a fully loaded bike. Right. And no offense to anybody else out there. I would love to ride with everybody, but that's one of the reasons why I wanted to just be me and you. Yeah. And when we were, uh, cause that was a long trip and it was, you know, I agree. And I mean, I had fun and these, man, these guys were great. I'm just going to say it like great guys, except for one that joined us. I did not care for. And then after the wreck, I cared a little less for, <laughs> mm. but the core group that came from California, great guys. I'm glad I met them. We had fun. Other than that though, for the most part, I'm I'm a either solo or one other rider. is is pretty much my thing, and yeah, sometimes I, I I keep veering away from it, and I'm like, you know what, you know what, you know what you like, and you know how you you are. So, yeah, I would think that like um, if you were doing like a, a trip on the road or something like that, it'd be a little skill different. Le- skill level's not gonna play that big a deal unless you're doing like right the major twisties like you're doing the dragon or something yeah like if that, you're doing the you dragon know? you got a brand new rider probably be silly yeah to, to try and push them but you got to ride your own ride so yeah and that's you know that's kind of what i was hoping over time to show these guys and i mean that said the coolest thing about it was in the bad circumstance we all worked really well and got out of a terrible circumstance really well, which it never is cool when somebody gets hurt, but the end result, we got everybody out. We got the bikes out and like, it didn't cause friction between people. We just had a common goal. That's good. And got out. And, and I'd never really experienced that. Don't want to experience it again, hopefully, but <laughs> right. You know, well, that sounds cool. I'm glad yeah. you guys had, had a good time up to that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. The pictures that I had been seeing along the way uh, were making me a little jealous, but hopefully we'll get you out there sometime. Soon. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. It will, um, There's some beautiful sights out here. Yeah, I would love to come out and do like Lolo Lolo's Pass. I've heard so much about it. I mean, a through Amanda. Um, there's another podcast I listen to. Uh, this girl was just talking about it. It's like 99 miles of twisties. Z. <laughs> Z? Never mind. I just wanted the podcast. Whatever. Uh, Five Dirty Bikers. Oh, yes. The Five Dirties. Dirty, dirty. Um, uh, (laughs) They had a girl on there. That girl, Go-Go, I think her name is. She does YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. Is she a dancer? I don't know. Go-Go dancer? No. (laughs) Okay, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> she does a lot of Instagram stuff like that. She was saying that uh, it's when you get to the Lolo's Lolo's Pass, it's there's a sign that says 99 miles of curves. No service. Oh, curves. No, it's just curves. It's like like S curves, like 99 miles of it. There's like one gas station. There's tons of camping and whatnot. Tons of good views. Lolo's Pass, I think it's called. I've heard Amanda talk about it so many times. Yeah. It goes from Montana into Idaho. and Yeah, I was going to do that this year. Unfortunately, it was on fire. So I'll take you next year. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Or the year after. I still need to get out, out to you. 
Yeah. I'm which gonna... I can do now. I can do the miles on that bike. <laughs> yes. And if I get a skid pad, yeah, skid pad, skid plate, then we can do a, a BMW trip. Yeah. And I mean, you know what? It, even if, if the wife wanted to come and you wanted to do something else instead of doing the BDRs, I'm game for that too. You know, yeah. like the four of us, we go from. Obviously, we'd have whatever. to see Niagara Falls if we come out there. I mean. Yeah. I mean, if you had her with you, definitely. Yeah. That'd be cool. Huh? And she is liking the bike. So it, it, was a, it was a good move. It's harder for me. <laughs> I did learn. I don't think I'll be doing BDRs solo on the 800. No, that's a lot to ask. And not that I don't think I or the bike are capable, but I'm pretty sure I'm not capable of picking that up myself. Especially multiple, multiple times. times. No way. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, it would not make the trip fun. It's exhausting. So with other people, I'll, I'll use that bike on a BDR. But alone, I'm going to have to sell Chippewa and then buy a different Chippewa someday. <laughs> Maybe sell Chippewa and get a 250 or something like that. Yeah. You know, XT225 or something. There's yep. plenty of dual sports out there. Now... We were talking earlier before the record button, and uh, there's a season that's coming up. Uh, it makes me feel like a bear because I just want to hibernate. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. We're 20 minutes in, and we still haven't even talked about what our subject is. I know. What True the hell? Cody and Cody and Chappie fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll we're... let you in on a little secret. Here comes what this uh, episode is about. <laughs> yes. Uh this episode, I want to say, is sponsored by Mototomic. Head on over to Mototomic and use the code. Use, use the code. Use the code. Adventures. No, don't use that code. You're going to fail. Use the code throttled ADV. <laughs> Cody's like, well, oh my sure God, Dan I can't would, believe I said that. Dan would figure it out. Damn no, because it's out. web. It's web based. It won't work. That's probably true. It is here's, true. Here's my new saying. I came <laughs> up with it last night after being on an adventure and doing many, many miles and lot, not very much sleep. So bear with me. But uh, because I had the Mototomic bag on the back of my bike, I said yes. Mototomic has my back. Who has yours? Yes. They also was- are on the back of our shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, sorry about that. Put it in the uh, air, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so um, now I got to leave that in. Because <laughs> they're not going to understand what you're talking nope. about. So um, I nearly choked on my laugh there. Yes, uh, Autotomic has a special going right now. They have two fall packages. In one package, you get a 40-liter dry bag and a Mototomic hat, like a ball cap. And then in their Fall 2 package, this has got to be my favorite package of the two. Yes. You get a gas can hoodie. Oh, which yeah. Is the hoodie, the, hoodie, hoodie. This is the hoodie to end all hoodies. Once you have this hoodie, you will never want to wear another one. I know you're not all flies on the wall, and I'm not going to make a video, but if you... For this winter season, were a fly on my wall. You're going to see me in that hoodie all winter, probably <laughs> editing videos. Just 
not leaving the house because I freaking hate the cold. And that hoodie is like, oh, it's it's like coming home every time I put that thing on. That's the only good thing of winter there is, is that hoodie, I think. Yeah, That's it. I, I have a hoodie and Dan sent me one of the beanies. Um, I wear a beanie all winter because I shave my head and it's freaking cold up here. So I wear one every day. And I've got like a very, very warm one that I had bought and mm-hmm. I've been wearing it for a couple of years and I wore the shit out of that thing. And I was so happy when I got the Mototomic one because it's thick, it is heavy, it is warm. Yeah, they are nice. And it makes up for my bad hair days. <laughs> Coming up on the winter season, that is definitely uh, a great you know combo pack. The- yeah. Hoodie and a hat. I've actually been thinking of getting another one just in case the like gas can sells out and he decides. Me to too. I would do like a spare different. just because they are freaking amazing. Yeah, uh, amazing. Yes, and that's saying something for me because you weren't uh, a hoodie be- guy before the gas can. I had one sweatshirt that had a hood on it, and it was a zip up. Uh, and you wore it kids. for the Christmas party, the worst sweater. No, no. One of my kids had bought me, or somebody had bought me, a Vikings hooded sweatshirt and as a zipper. The only time I would wear it is if I was, you know, it was cold out and I was going to go out and have a smoke or something like that. I'll put that on because you could zip it up. Good thing because it doesn't match your Pittsburgh Steelers bike. No, it's not a <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers bike. <laughs> I love how upset no, no you No offense to anybody that. in Pittsburgh, but the Steelers suck. <laughs> Oh, boy, there went half our listeners. Great. I I hate fucking Steelers. (laughs) Steelers belong in jail. (laughs) (laughs) And that was not sponsored by (laughs) Mototomic. No. (laughs) Or maybe it was. I don't know. I'd have to ask Dan, but. (laughs) I think Dan's a Vikings fan. Or at least I know his wife is. Well, there you go. Don't hold it against him, people. The gas can hoodie is badass. Yes. And the beanie, I sleep in the beanie when I'm camping. Yeah, I like the beanie. It's awesome. I can't wait for it to get cold here. Oh, I can wait. I still have some <laughs> riding to do. Yeah, speaking of which, that kind of segues perfectly into our topic this week. Hold on. Wait, wait. It's what? 28 minutes in. Wait, wait. If we wait another minute and a half, we didn't even talk about the subject for 30 minutes. <laughs> Okay, well, we kind of okay. have. We kind of okay, have. Yeah. We, we kind of have. Um, what we had planned on this week before we got into all the shenanigans. Shit that, yeah. The Cody's trip and whatnot was um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you, you know, if you live in the northern part of the world or the I guess far southern? Yeah. Yeah. Where it gets cold and you actually have a winter. What do you do to winterize your motorcycle? Some of the things, tips, tricks, uh, some things some people do. Um, Cody and I honestly got to say, like, I fill my tank with gas and I stick it in the garage. I don't even disconnect my battery. Six straight years now, I have not had a problem starting my bike in spring. Um, That's awesome. If you have, if you have gas that has the ethanol, that fucking bullshit that, you know, corn stuff, regulatory. Yeah. The regulatory bullshit that they're pushing on us, it causes problems. So some people use stabilizer. Yep. Yeah. It's more of a problem with carburetors, especially if you leave your carburetor bowls full. 
as it evaporates, it just You know how to fix a full carburetor bowl? Twist the fucking throttle, buddy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or tip your bike over. That'll fix it, too. (laughs) Yeah. On my two-stroke, what we usually do is I leave last year's gas in the tank and then... Drain it before you start it? uh, Yes. In the spring, take the carburetor out, I clean it, and then we put new gas in. And then we use the old gas in either lawnmowers or whatever. Me too. Maybe that's why my lawnmower and trimmer don't work too well. <laughs> but uh, but it's better than the bike not working because that would be catastrophic. The lawnmower, eh. Who gives it? Yeah, I mean, it's $1,200 to rebuild a two-stroke, you know? So. so, winterizing my two-stroke, I just try and ride it twice a month. Really? That's been my plan. It's worked so far. It depends on the winter. Uh, I've been fortunate a time or two where... If I could brave the 32 degrees that the ground was dry enough and stuff I could ride. Mm. This year, I'm not thinking I want to play in this cold crap. It sucks. <laughs> Here in the Northeast, if we get the amount of uh, precipitation, mm-hmm. there's going to be way too much snow to do any of that. I don't usually ride the dirt bike. I mean, I thought maybe I would take the Honda out more last winter because it's dual sport and I could mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, it just it never happened. So so uh, yeah. what else? Ten, uh, battery tenders, a lot of people do. Um, some people disconnect their battery. Uh, they hook up a battery tender, like on trickle charge, and either leave it on there all winter, so it kind of like it keeps it fully charged. Um, Make sure you get a smart charger. I've heard that they can blow up if you leave them plugged in forever. I've never yeah, seen I mean, that. Some I've, people, just, I've heard stories. Yeah, Some people pull the battery right out of the vehicle. Um, yeah. Do not recommend draining your gas tank as condensation will get in there. So basically there's water. If it's empty, it's going to have condensation, especially if your garage fluctuates in temperature. Yeah. One thing I do Humidity. try and do. Humidity. Yes. But one thing I do try and do every year, um, all my bikes have chains. I try and lube the chain. You like, try? Come on, you yeah, do it. I, I know you I tr- do it. Yeah, no, I'm saying I try and lube the chain when I know I'm not going to use it anymore. Yeah. So so it doesn't, it's not all rusty when you get it back? <laughs> well, yeah, so I mean, it's not the sitting there without, without the, the oil and stuff on it. Yeah, because uh, seals don't like temperature changes. Well, they don't like the moisture either, so... If it doesn't have enough grease and oil and stuff, it um, you start you know, the moisture like can get inside the seals. The Tin Man, you know. Yeah, I usually, uh, I usually, this is what I try to do to my bike to winterize it. Take it down to the car wash and wash it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yeah, see. I mean, I it's know nice when are, spring comes that you have a clean bike. Yeah, I know people that are meticulous. They clean their bike after every ride. I used and to. Then do I know that. people that never clean their bike at all i've been both definitely been both i err more towards not cleaning it all the time because i enjoy riding and i know i'm gonna be riding soon right um i know people that have said that you should put your bike up on like a a stand for the tire sitting on the suspension suspension both a so it's your suspension is fully extended and it's not under load and b so your tires aren't sitting in a on a flat, you know, 
in the same spot all yeah, the time. Yeah, the same spot. I don't know if you had campers or whatever. This is generally in the summer that mine used to get messed up, but you leave them sitting there, and it just does weird things to the tires if they're sitting with weight on them for extended periods. Right. Well, that's why a lot of the campers, when they're supposed to sit for a week or something like that, they have those jacks. Not yeah. just to level the thing, but also to get all, some of the weight off the tires. It's a good time to service your bike before you put it away. See, you know, I do mine the opposite. I service it when I take it out. So, um, I mean, everybody's different, but I wouldn't want it sitting around and then, yeah, yeah, you know, true. you get some condensation inside the motor or something like that. There's water in your oil. Um, yeah, before you take some it out, people, spring's probably good. I've heard... Uh, some people take their cables, clutch and throttle cables, if you have cables, take those and run some lubricant down them before they store it. That keeps it. Lube always makes it better, okay? Yeah. but It, it, it just always makes it better. It keeps them from getting uh, stuck and gummy and whatnot. Yeah. You don't want a, you don't want a gummy throttle cable. Yeah, making sure you have air in your tires so you don't get uh, cracks and stuff. I've I've been told that underinflated tires, when they're stored, can deteriorate quicker for some reason. Yeah, well, since uh, those are the only part of the motorcycle that are supposed to touch the ground, probably want to take care of the tires. Yeah. Uh, I've heard, like putting a plastic bag over the end of your exhaust to keep rodents from making nests in there (laughs) or putting like a butt plug or something in there. Oh boy. They got those exhaust plugs. Bob Cherie, watch out. (laughs) They look like butt plugs. (laughs) They even got nubs on them. I was thinking I'll let the rodents in. Then I got a snack when I go out in the springtime and forget to bring my trail mix or whatever uh, just cook that little rodent right up <laughs> shish kebab that shit <laughs> yeah i would say that probably the most important thing is your gas because that's like the lifeblood of the engine you know yeah making sure especially with the the new uh, filler yeah type gas uh, yeah because it, it it loses octane um i've been told and I've read in my research that you lose like one octane per 30 days of it sitting. Yeah. So, and, and you don't want to go slow. So just take care of it anyway. Right. And most motors uh, recommend like a 91 minimum. Yeah. Them bastards. And I guess the, the longer you're going to store your bike, the more you want to take care of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also if you prep. can keep it in a in a, a garage or a shed or something. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Climate controlled would be awesome. Not all of us can do that. Mine has to stay no. in the either in the shed or the carport. But if you do have somewhere, I'm sure that helps. Yeah, um, putting some like they have some spray stuff that you can put on your disc brakes to keep your brakes from getting rusty. Because when they rust, they start to pit, and then they're going to start to eat the shit out of your, you know, even if you clean Motors, them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's easy enough to clean that stuff off in the spring. Yeah. But what again, about, you know. What about covering your bike? Um, Would I that do, be considered? I mean. 
Yeah, there's uh, well, there's many different thoughts on that. Some like the, if you put like a waterproof cover on that you're trapping moisture under the cover, which can make things worse. Um, covering it with like a old bed sheet or something like that lets it breathe, but it keeps like dust and shit from falling on it. Protects paint and stuff. Um, I've I've heard different points of view on that. No That's real, kind of a personal uh, you know, thing, but you know, just like the news, you know, no facts, just you know, opinions. Thinking, since mine's in a carport, cover would keep snow off it. Snow is going to have a lot of moisture. In oh it, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in that case, a cover, I would definitely go with that. Maybe not cinch um, it up airtight, but at least cover it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, case. I would, I would, you know, take it off and get the snow and stuff off it oh yeah i, I must go out and caress my bikes even in the winter i have to give them some love old man winter can't stop me from touching myself i mean my bike <laughs> so now i would think that you would put yours in squatch's garage if you would uh one of yeah. mine is there yeah currently have this too many bikes problem really not that i'm complaining I- i've never I heard have of to that put one for sale i've never heard of this that this weekend well, I thought it was already for sale. Well, the people that said they were interested just kind of got busy, whatever. I tell you, I would drag my feet on that, too. <laughs> I've been dragging them, but it's <laughs> I've, tra- I've dragged them for like a month and a half, so <laughs> i got to get. Has it been but that long? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's been a little while. Damn. It doesn't seem like it. Well, I've been on two adventures since, so it has to be that a That doesn't while. mean nothing. Yeah, it doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> I mean, hell, I go You've to the store. You've actually been it's on more than that. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on a few. <laughs> you went with Tim. You went with the wife. You went with the boys. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know what all this means to me? It means I'm literally going to be in my house all winter editing videos because I've probably got 60. <laughs> that's all right. I mean, that's good. We got big plans for the podcast. Guests, we have. I'm sure that people ha- aren't, haven't seen them yet, unless they're members of Discord. If you're a member of Discord, you will have seen some of our uh, new logo Ta-da! models. Yeah, sorry, I haven't been in Discord this week. It was a little traumatic. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, new logos, man. Yes, that's okay. Uh, Mototomic has a backup model, from what I hear. A backup model. Yes, just in case, you know, you can't model for any more pictures. Oh! Did you, did you see that? No, I didn't, damn it. Oh, God, it was funny I can't shit. have my job taken from me. Uh, <laughs> yes. Jay has offered to take your place as a model, just in case. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, Jay. Yes, and if you want to get in on all the fun... Discord head on over yourself. to the website. Yeah, head on over to the website and follow the link to the Discord. Um, it's listed on there in a couple different places. You can go to the resources tab or you can go to the contact us tab and there's links to Discord. Uh, you can also hit the link tree, which you can find on our Instagram bio. Uh, it's on the website. It's, I believe, listed on the podcast website too through buds uh, buzz sprout 
Buzz, 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 uh, buzz, buzz. buzz sprout. Yes. But yes, the people in Discord will have seen the logo ideas so far. Uh, me and Cody have decided what we were going to use for like the miniature logo. And then, you know, those in Discord are they're gonna they're gonna help us figure out how we're gonna use some of the other ones. Yeah. So they're all pretty cool. Um we're yeah, super like excited. Yeah. That one just seems to work the best for Yes. Uh that thank you, Caruzone, if you happen to listen. Uh, we appreciate the help. Woo! Yes. I do have we we do have two guests booked that have said yes, but we just haven't knocked down a time yet. Um, so that is coming Possibly soon. Three. Possibly three. Um, I know there's a couple that I haven't reached out to yet that I know will say yes. I just... Oh, Mr. Birchie, huh? Yeah, right. No, he'll say I, yes. Oh, sure yeah. he will. We'll see. I mean, that would... I, I would love that. Um, but yes, I'd the winter... I'd really probably just poop my pants. That really you know, happens. The, the winter <laughs> months are going to be... Uh, exciting for yeah. the podcast. We'll be a lot more active on the podcast and discords and yeah, and Discord. We need if your you're help. If you're yeah, if you're in Discord already and you got friends, invite them to the Discord. You can cool make friends. your own. Yeah, you can make your own invitations. We want to make a select cool crowd. <laughs> well, yeah, motorcycle. Everyone's they're interested. Yeah, some may be kicked out. <laughs> if they're interested in motorcycles and they're respectful. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to, you know, as we, I'll speak for myself. Start. I'm going to need your help this winter. You know, I, I get tired of just talking back and forth with the voices in my head. So if you guys are in Discord, you know, it'll be funner to communicate with you guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And seeing as how we will be home a little bit more throughout the winter, uh, I was thinking we'll probably hit up, up maybe a couple lives. Maybe we'll even do a live podcast. That would be awesome. You know, we do the podcast and we'd have the side chat and I think that'd be fun. And then I know I can turn that into the actual podcast. So I know how to do that now. All right. I'm excited. So we could do a, yeah, we could do a live stream on YouTube and then that becomes the podcast that following Friday or whatever. Yeah. That maybe. would work. Yeah. And everybody can see the, you know, the live stream would be the unedited version and then yes so the bring your earplugs be because i can only go Hee-haw! so many times <laughs> <laughs> so yes uh many big plans coming but yeah we're we're excited because uh our first not quite years worth of growth has has been pretty good I mean, yeah. uh, above my expectations. Above mine as well. And it's been fun. I mean, we're still doing it. So, yeah, we enjoy it. Uh, we're hoping that everybody that's listening is enjoying it. We're about to go heavy on the guests, especially during the winter when it's easier to catch some of them too. Yes, yes. A lot of us seem to be summer animals and get very busy yeah. in the summer. Or well, yeah, or I mean, other people are traveling too. And yeah. So. Um, I know uh, Blacktop Devil, I had reached out to him, and he said after the holidays because he's been uh, insanely, insanely busy this summer. I mean, they do a lot of traveling. They camp. They do motels. They've hit 
bike rallies. They've done they've done a lot of travel. But it would be interesting to hear from somebody like that, especially because Heather just got her motorcycle license. Oh wow, cool! Yeah, so someday I'm yes. going to do that too. <laughs> oh shit! I can't believe you said that. Oh yeah, baby. Hopefully, nobody that listens is in law enforcement. Hey, catch me if you can. <laughs> no. Just kidding. These things may be subject to change, and also identities have been changed for people's protection. <laughs> yes, and just in case somebody's wondering, that was Cody that was talking. Yes, because Chappie's had his motorcycle license since. Other than Utah, nobody gets their license here for the motorcycle. No, I mean people do, but a lot of people don't. You Utahians don't get your license. Yeah, for we're anything. redneck, man. I, mean, I love it. I'd have it no other way. But you guys don't even have to have a license to carry. Nope, we don't. We're America, baby. Yeah, America. I protect my goddamn self and my family. And if you uh, East Coasters aren't familiar with that West here, like I just did a trip and. Maybe five gas stations along 500 miles uh, and towns of two, three, I don't know, maybe to a thousand people. But literally, you can look the whole time and not see anything but land in all directions. So Yeah, it's a lot different. It's a, it's a lot different, which I didn't realize how different it was till Chappie and I started talking all the time. and. I mean, there's some places here in Utah, like where we were, it could be freaking four hours before an ambulance can come to you. <laughs> right. So it's just a little different. It's it's not necessarily a, a, a thought. Now that you bring that up, I want to get back to that. Yeah. You guys, you hit the SOS button. Yeah. And they answered like within a... A reasonable amount of time? I think they answered in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, Now, the Garmin that he had was, it literally just had that, like, arrow up, arrow side, arrow down, arrow. It it reminded me of my old um, DeLorme. It was a smaller yellow one. Yeah, but it was different than that, too. It was even smaller. It's not the Mini. I don't know. But Hmm. that's how I had to communicate with them. So I had to type in 68-year-old male, chest or ribs broken, other male, knee possibly broken, you know. And doing that, I just, it's even worse than T9 text. <laughs> uh, I don't think John had it hooked up to his phone. It could have been, you know, but he's pushing 70. I don't know if he knew how to do that or had it. Plus, he was hurt, so I didn't have his phone, so. Yeah, to, it to took be honest, me a while to do that, and they asked us. We hit the button, and they said, "What's the problem?" That's when I sent them, you know, what was going on. Right. Um, in hindsight, maybe I should have said, "We're, we're six pain. miles in the sand. Don't think an ambulance can get here." I, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to talk with them. They just got home today, and I'm going to talk to them. See how it kind of went with their end of the stuff and see if we can learn because I rely on that. I know you do and many, many other people. So 
Yeah, I'm not and saying you know, it's I mean, good or bad. I just want to know what it really is like. It's the first time I've honest, been with somebody to hit yeah, the button. I, 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 that's part of the reason why I ask. Um, I know you said that your wife can use her phone with hers. Mm-hmm. I have not tried. I should probably take my freaking Garmin on some day yeah. when I can't ride and do just it. go do something. I yeah, don't even know if, how to receive wonderful. messages from my wife. So um, yeah. I should practice do that because yeah. I don't know how to use the damn thing, to be honest. I yeah. know how to set up my waypoints and I know, I know yeah. how to hit the SOS button. I never have needed to. But right. Thank goodness. Maybe, maybe me and you should do a little more in-depth research on these things and yeah. have an episode on the podcast where yeah. we teach everybody the ins and outs of these things. Yeah. And I if you guys have experiences idea. and you're in discord or want to leave comment on the website, whatever, let us know kind of what you learned. I mean, they're not yeah. hugely complicated, Absolutely. but they do take some, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn them. And yes. Yeah, and if I'm you are an expert at how to use one of these, uh, Get in touch with me, and we'll set up a time for you to join us on the podcast. Yeah, that's great. And that's kind of why I'm sharing the story. I'm not bad-mouthing him or good-mouthing him. I'm just sharing what we experienced, and you know, because a lot of us just rely on them. And it, without having tested them. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to hit the button to test it because right. that could be embarrassing, expensive, uh, many things. But, you know... Um, so they did communicate back. We were in the middle of nowhere and the closest, probably three towns, I guarantee don't have like a life flight or a helicopter or anything. I mean, they're little like I was expecting to go into somebody's back door and they were the doctor or something. <laughs> right. Almost that bad. Not quite. That's a little exaggeration. But so, you know. Just things to think about, and I'll share what I learn, and I'd love to hear other people's experience because we all rely on them, and it is our, I think, our best option that we have available currently. But yeah, I mean, that's I don't our think they're going to be there in two minutes because they won't be even. Oh, that's yeah, close. that's that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, when, when you made the comment before we went on air that you hope your Zolio is better than the Garmin. Um, at first I was thinking that the Garmin didn't work. And then when you started to explain it, I'm thinking to myself, no, no. it's a good point you made. Like, um, it's not Garmin. Yeah. The, it wasn't just the because unit. It was most likely the response the area. Yeah. yeah the area, the area you're in. and the responders because we did get communication back. So that's a great point. You know? Yes. I wasn't really thinking other than, hello, I need to well, get no, my buddies I'm, out of here. That's all I was thinking. Yeah. And I two mean, trucks in your position. made us move our bikes that were wrecked, asked us to move them so they could get through. And I assumed as a good human being or a human being that that meant they were going to take this gentleman at least to the hospital. They had us move our bikes. And then they took off, just left in there. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not kidding. I was fighting mad. I Hollywood had to hold me back. I'm like, I'll get my pistol off. They're taking you guys to the hospital. <laughs> He's like, dial it down. 
but I was in panic mode, man. I was like, you know, when one of your riding buddies isn't moved for three minutes, yeah, it sent me into a little bit of panic. It was a good learning experience for me. You got to calm down, stop, assess, and we got him out. Somebody else was good, but I, I could never leave somebody laying face down in the desert, just drive on by. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, if I saw somebody down, I mean, hey, I was on the BDR, and because I'm local, mm-hmm. you know, I saw these two guys on older GSs, uh, and I mean, like, like the car. Oh, G- you know, yes, like the older, you know, I I don't know if you would call them dual sports or, yeah, but I they mean, were like the yeah. six hundred. Yeah, range, I, I've looked at said, those because like, they were more in my price range. <laughs> yeah, it said the car right on the side uh-huh. of it. it yeah. Beautiful bikes, and they looked like they were almost new. Um, they kind of like stopped in the middle of the road, and I don't know if they knew I was behind them or not, but you know, they stopped, so I stopped, and then they started moving, kind of pulled over a little bit. So as I was going to go by, I stopped to you know make sure they were okay. Yeah, you guys good? So, yeah, because they kind of stopped on a hill in a weird, weird spot, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's just good to check and absolutely and do for others what we would hope somebody does for us. I, I, I just it wasn't even a thought in my head that they would just take off after seeing you know two people hurt right there and just burp. See you later. Yeah, it wasn't even a thought in my head. I wouldn't do that. I mean, if somebody's hurt, weren't in Colorado really anymore. No. <laughs> it's amazing how close those two states are, but how different the mindset is. Yeah. Well, when you start altering your mind. <laughs> hey, hey, the it's Colorado the Colorado people state. were nicer. Yeah, they were. They were nice. They were chilled <laughs> I mean, out. I mean, your man. own words. They were chilled out. So you're saying because of the legal weed, I can tell you that's I don't know. not true. I don't know if can, it's true or not. I, can, I don't know. I can tell you it's not true because it's the weed is legal here in Massachusetts. And you're not chilled out there? No, they people aren't. They call they call people from Massachusetts mass holes. <laughs> well, get him a butt plug and tell him to shut up. <laughs> That might solve the problem. It might. Maybe Especially if you take the butt plug out of the butt and shove it in your mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Here, have some shit. Yeah, because that's all you're doing is talking. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, the people around here. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. I don't, you know, you smoke weed, you don't smoke weed, whatever. I don't care either way. Yeah, no, I just, I would just, you know, saying. uh, They seem a little bit. more relaxed uh, in Colorado. I don't know. It's not the weed. Maybe not. Maybe it's the elevation because uh, my wife and I got up to over 12,000 feet and I was like, I could hardly walk. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> mm. Smoker. Yeah, that, that didn't help it for sure. <laughs> but I, I didn't realize. I figured out my threshold is about 9,000 feet. Above that, I start like noticing the effects because mm. we ride and hike up to around 9,000 here. I think I'm just more used to that, but right between nine and 12,000 is a freaking big difference. Apparently <laughs> who knew? <laughs> I don't know. Athletes, I guess. 
Pike's Peak is in Utah, correct? No. Where's Pike's Peak? Uh, I'm trying to think if that's the one my wife just summited, and it's the highest one in Utah. That's the one that they race the cars up. I should be able to tell you about Unless I can ride my bike up it, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> Pike's Peak. It's in Colorado. Colorado Springs. Yeah. Okay. So they have races there every year. They race up the mountain. Don't think I'll join that one. <laughs> Maybe I will. You never know. But yeah. Winterize your bike. Randomly hit your SOS and see how long it takes them to get back to your ass. That's the. Yes. And let us know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> blame it on the kids i mean I, I don't know but i think that's a good thing we should uh reach out to the community and and see their experiences and i i feel like we should learn and teach what we learn on that because in those situations yes, i i need to figure out how to like communicate because i need to figure out how to give you my contact information so you could like yep. send me messages because mm-hmm. i don't think they charge you for receiving it's only when you send yeah and and it's also good to be able to see like when the when the emergency team or whatever responded then i knew they had at least received the sos because right now are you gonna stick with zolio or are you going back to your garmin you think or do you know um, what you're gonna do or well, that's to be determined. I'm making a video right now about the Zolio, and then I'll be chatting with them. Um, I kind of like to have both, really. But <laughs> uh, well, I know your we'll wife see. has um, the wife has Garmin, and my she daughter still has, has Garmin. That? Yeah, yes, and free messages from one to the other. Apparently, the cement truck just showed up somewhere. Did you hear that? Beep, no. Beep. Or large Marge out here. No, you didn't hear. (laughs) Hey, no making fun of our sponsor's motorcycle. Hey, I'm not making fun of it. If Dan came out here, I'll welcome him with open arms. I can say that is one huge ass motorcycle. Yeah. Because he's got the GSA, I believe. Yeah. So I I met Chris. GSA. uh, It's bigger than 10. A different Chris. In Valley of the Gods, after I had been there with Tim, and he had the GSA, and it was bigger. Yeah. I was like, I thought Tim's bike was big. This thing's huge. Yeah, that's what Jocelyn writes. Yeah. Big-ass bike. I guess at some point, does it even matter? I mean, once it gets so big, it just gets bigger and whatever. Yeah, I mean, big bike's a big bike. I've got a big bike. You've got a big bike. Wouldn't you like a big bike too? No. Brought to you by nobody. <laughs> so if if you have any other ideas for stuff that people winterize their motorcycles. Here's the best one I've heard. Drop us a line. The best one you've heard? Yes. Go to Baja <sighs> to winterize your motorcycle because you can ride it there. It's warm. That's what I've been told. By many, many people. Tim says that. Uh, says the Rodney guy from says that. Vegas. They don't have to winterize their shit. They can ride it year round. Yeah. Vegas seven hours from me, maybe. Too bad my parents just moved back to Utah from there. Damn it. It's okay. Dad wouldn't let me ride my dirt bike in there because he lived in a gated community, he said. And he'll get kicked out. And I said, it sounds to me like you live in a damn prison, Dad. <laughs> 
So you can't ride a motorcycle to the house? Yeah, his, he was afraid his neighbors would get him kicked out. Yeah. When I bought my first dirt bike. Oh, we, oh, oh, oh. We bought it in Vegas. Yeah, and not riding around, around the neighborhood the next day to make sure that it ran. I mean. I, I thought he was saying you couldn't ride your Husky to his house. That would make him uncomfortable. The BMW would be fine. The Husky would have made him uncomfortable because it looked like a dirt bike. I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not kidding. He's like, my neighbors think that's a dirt bike. Now that the Beamer, he doesn't care that I pull up. <laughs> Weird. Because they see that tag and they think, yeah, they oh, see look that at this tag. rich guy. Look at that rich one. Yeah. Schnob. If you only knew. Yeah, giant schnob. I'll give you a schnob. giant. I'll give you a giant schnob. <laughs> Keep your pants on. No. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> I was definitely two wheels in a hotel all week, buddy. Really? Well, we camped the first night in the tents and got a hotel to kind of stage, which whatever. Uh, the next night we camped and it rained like hell. <laughs> oh. We woke up. Everything was mud. The, then we woke up that morning. We rode again. They got hurt. And so... They needed hotel accommodations. And oh, shit. I was you were only three them. days in? Uh, this was our second day riding. We rode one day. Holy crap. Camped, woke up, rode for about an hour, Dude, and then you, it was over. You yeah. left a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite the ordeal. <laughs> You'd left on Thursday. Yeah. So I then uh, they had left their truck 200 miles away from where we were. When they got hurt, so I rode my bike 200 miles to the truck to get the truck and trailer, loaded my bike, drove back in the truck 200 miles. That was two days ago. And then yesterday I had to ride back on my bike the 200 miles plus 110 from there to home yesterday. So I got home at like nine o'clock last night. I've been doing a lot of miles in bikes and trucks. <laughs> It's quite the uh, adventure. You guys didn't start. We didn't even get section later. one done. We were about halfway through section, section one. one. Yeah. Holy crap! In yep. two days of riding, how long are the sections out there? Uh, the first section's two hundred miles. Some of it's rougher than other. Yeah, you guys got started a lot later than you we expected. did. Pretty good the first day, but second day uh, we didn't even get started till about noon. So, and mm. by one. We were looking for an ER, so. <laughs> that was Saturday or? Uh, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know what day it is now. <laughs> Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know. It all bleeds uh, together. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. It's unfortunate. What's more unfortunate is it didn't have to happen. We could have just totally gone around that section, man. But you, know, you live and learn, I guess. So Hollywood, you said he uh, tore the ligaments in his knee and his shoulder. Yeah. All in the same. Same like, wreck. White, yep. Oh, Jesus. And the ribs. I mean, it all happened within well, yeah, feet of was... each other. <laughs> I so have the aftermath on camera. I think I, I didn't get the wreck. On camera. Did, uh, Did Hollywood say? Hollywood like, might have had, he, I think he had his GoPro on when he wrecked. So stay tuned. We'll see if we can get you're some not of that gonna footage get, Yeah, you won't get, you won't get, what, you won't see what happened. You're just going to see like the ground get closer. Hey, 
<laughs> I just want to hear what he says when he hits the ground. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm kind of curious. Like, like, did he uh, like put his leg out and try to save himself? Or yeah, I'm not really sure. Probably there could have been some paddling going on. It's possible. I'm not sure, but he he was pinned under the bike when I got to him. I had to lift the bike off after I shut it off. Like his uh his bag was just holding his foot, and like I said, it was really deep freaking sand too. So <laughs> maybe that caused the knee twisted. Yeah, his leg I think or it something. just twisted it. The shoulder, I'm not sure. Could be a could have been picking the, the bike up later, on? or. I think it was the opposite one, but I'm not sure. Ooh, not sure. Interesting. Oh, well, I I hope for both of them to have a speedy recovery. Yes. I know Hollywood listens. Uh, I hope you have a speedy recovery. And uh, God. Yep. Get better so we can do it again. This time we'll do it the safer way. <laughs> we're we're leaving the other guy out. No youngins. Well, that's that. I mean, when well, you're if you ever met like those us, people, you met those people that have been everywhere, done everything, know everything, seen that, done that better than you. That's just young. That's just a young mindset. Yeah, I kind of think it is. And uh, yeah, I was the same way when I was younger. And I, know I don't feel like it was. I don't think this guy was facetious or like trying to hurt anybody. No, but I just assessed as a group, how we had rode in sand the day before and we weren't having a great time. We didn't right. ride terrible, but we weren't like, we weren't having the time of our lives. We weren't like, Oh yeah, let's do more and make it harder. <laughs> yeah. So I, in my head, I was like, okay, so we don't love that. There's a thousand more miles of BDR. If we skip this 30 mile section, it's not going to kill anybody. If we skip it, Right. You know. Yeah. So speedy recovery there. Great bunch of guys. That's good. It's a good I community. I look forward to seeing some of the videos. You got to meet some of them. Like Dan. And I'm meeting some of like Hollywood. It's oh, a good community, yeah. man. It's it's cool. Yeah. A lot of good people. Yes, and we will see what happens. Yes, we will. With- but for- First, I'm going to sign off and <laughs> go pee. <laughs> uh, all righty. So that's it for this episode. I uh, just want to give a shout out. Use the... Backwards. No, that was... Oh. That was the... language. He's been listening to this new language tape and it's No. I've just been like freaking tongue tied. <laughs> so uh that'll be it for this episode. And remember you can use our discount code throttled ADB. Not adventures. On... Listen here, Mr. Interruptus Motherfuckus. Interruptus Maximus. <laughs> use us. Discount code throttled ADV over at mototomic.com. And, <laughs> or you can use it at Moto Camp Nerd. I'm getting there if you stop interrupting, mother. He just got the uh, fellows. He got the fellows. 
back in stock. I thought he had those before. He got them back in stock. Ah, yes, the Nemophilio. Supposedly, it is from awesome. what I've heard from various numerous places. That is yes. the camping pillow. It is the camping pillow. Folds up pillow. very small, and it is more like a normal pillow than anything you will ever discover. Tim loves it. Amanda loves it. I love it. Hollywood loves it. Just to name a few. Yeah, of us that I want to say uh, Dork in the Road has yeah, one. Yeah, I think Dork loves it. I mean, once you try Oh, my God. Speaking of which, so. I felt so bad for him the other day. Did you see on the way to his Why, giant Why, when he loop? dropped his bike? He was tightening the strap on the bike and it went over. Yeah, it happens. It's like, oh, my God. It happens. Oh, my God. I usually drop my bike. I can do a whole BDR and not drop a bike. And then when I go to get gas at the gas station, drop the bike. But I felt <laughs> so bad for him. Because he's back there and he's pulling on the strap. And then it's like, funk. <laughs> <laughs> I and like it because it really ha- it happens to all of us. It I know, but to. true to him, I mean, his caption was, "They, you want to know why they call me a dork in the road?" <laughs> and then it's like he's pulling on it, and then he slows it down like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> and he had other angles. <laughs> that's that's impressive. So that's impressive. Like, yes. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, oh my god! I mean, if you're going to mess something up, do it with silly like that. angles, <laughs> right? But something silly like that, and then you know, I'm thinking, oh my god! And it probably broke the plastic, broke his freaking, you know. But he said that thankfully the only thing damaged was his pride. Yeah, but his sense of humor with the, you want to know why they call me dork in the road? <laughs> Yep. Oh, shit. Adventure happens, baby. It does. In the most unlikely spots sometimes. Yes. So don't forget uh, Moto Atomic. You can go and they have two fall packages. They got the 40-liter dry bag and a baseball hat. Very nice baseball hat. And then the newest package is you get the gas can hoodie and a beanie. Uh it's a winter hat, and it is it is nice. Very nice. So, very, very nice. Very nice. Yes. Don't let your wife feel it, because she'll steal it. That's oh, how yeah. nice the hoodie is. Oh, yeah. Yes, the hoodies are nice. I well, almost thank you. lost mine. I yes. Know. Thank you all for listening. Check out Discord. Brap over to Discord. We don't have to disorder or conduct you. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. I just have to pee really bad. Oh, <laughs> Till next time, hilarious. folks. <laughs>